Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Tasha and Khalil and we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 310th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week we are asking, why are people so competitive? Hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking at somebody in the room. But before we dive deep into this, <laughs> must have a mirror in the room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before we dive deep, a couple of things to go over. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com not only to listen to this episode, but to download it through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately with the app. You can put in your comments, and that's what's really critical. Every single week, new episode, new content, new subject, new conversation. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear how competitive you are, if you think you're competitive or not. And uh, if you've taken the test and you may say, what, what test? What are you talking about? Wait for it. <laughs> More to come on that. Uh, outside of that, if you listen to podcasts on a device where, for instance, you can't put another app like the Podbean app, that's a little sad. But there's there's an opportunity here still. What you can do then is go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you will subscribe and follow us. So you'll find Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world where most podcasts are consumed. You'll find the show. Also on WokenFree.com through Podbean, uh, you can also click to subscribe to follow our show there. And on social, we would love for y'all to engage with us because we have a lot of fun content, a lot of fun videos, a lot of fun word of the day content. Find it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, which is more of a statement, less of a question, because you know you have it, stop playing. Uh, go to WokenFree.com, go in the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you'll review the show. And thank you in advance for the five-star reviews. Kicking it to you. That sounds good to me. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know people want to get to know us before oh, we start off this show. Foolishness. So, <laughs> before we start the conversation, how about we share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we're asking, do you prefer your water from the tap or filtered? Mm. So, I grew up in Manhattan, and uh, for me, I remember vividly drinking from the, the tap, but as I got older, uh, we were fancy, I guess, and we had filtered oh. water. Well, I, I would call that fancy because I didn't have that as a child. So uh, for me now, my preference is filtered water, but I definitely could do tap or filtered absent like the apocalypse or walking dead scenarios. I think that that works for me. Okay. Yeah. And I agree. I choose the filtered, but I started having the filter once the Brita filter came out. Exactly. So I don't know if that was in the 90s. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Whenever that came out, that's when I actually started having that filtered mm-hmm. water. Because filter, I think, is better than the tap. It tastes because, better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it gets out some of those lead the and leftover. And... Well, <laughs> that's supposed to not be in there. But, I mean, <laughs> if you have messed up pipes and, and yeah. you know, depending where you're living, you may be and, oh, in a bad gosh, situation. Yeah, that's a whole other but if thing, you're, yeah. Yeah, if, if, Everything is up to par, then you won't have to really... You can actually drink from the tap, and your water authority, they'll actually tell you the tap water is okay. Mm-hmm. But the filter water, just in case, you know, you never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, get, you get every... You get most things out. So that's definitely the way that I want to go. Nice. But I understand that people like tap. Mm-hmm. But it's like filter versus tap. Who's really... Who's the most competitive? The filter is more competitive. Makes no sense. The filter competes against the tap because it, it messy does stuff. Per usual. No, it, it, it does things that the tap doesn't do. You're it, a hot mess. The tap takes care of the things on the front end. Filter takes care of it on the back end. Who's who's a better 
competitor when you think about it. Uh, <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, you didn't give me food for the day. I'm happy to Yeah, I know oblige. you're booing the, the tapped water for losing to the filtered water. <laughs> exactly. It's hard. Not everybody no, can be a winner. I'm booing to you, Galil. <laughs> but the question is... Do you really, do you want to know what the question for yes. the, the day is now? Yes, sir. Our topic is definitely about why are not water, but why are people so competitive? <laughs> Facts. Okay, so I found on Eastern Oregon University uh, a nice couple of nuggets to share. So let's go through it. So uh, there was a study that uh, th- that spoke to this. Essentially, they asked nearly half of the people who uh, were surveyed, would they rather make 50000 in a world where the average salary is 25000 than make 100000 in a world where the average is $200,000? And they prioritize making more relative to the other people than rather having a higher overall income. Uh, and so essentially what they're saying is they would rather be making 50 where the average is 25 versus making 100 and the average is 200. Yeah, which is it's kind of like I, but think about that. I mean, this is a messed up question. Mm-hmm. So, would you rather make double what people make or make half what people make? That's what that question's asking, right? Mm. That's the messed up thing. It, but if it's, you it's think about it, it, it's about it didn't thinking, put it on an equal footing. But it's asking you what is more then, important to you, what you have or what other people have. That's the, the essence of the question. All right, and that that's might interesting be the question because people are would rather have uh, more than what other people have than have more generally. Like so, that's interesting. Yeah, but the thing about it is. It's more generally, but does that take into concern like the price of goods? So it's kind of well, like yeah, I mean, I don't in know this, all the contingencies of what the study it's included. I yeah. hope that this is saying if goods and every all costs remain the same and your salary is the only thing that changed, that should be what the question Possibly, is. Possibly, yeah. It's, if the goods and the prices of goods change, then this question is not that great. Yeah, well, but yeah, I'll, exactly. we'll make the assumption that the goods stay yes, the same. Yes, we'll make uh, that assumption for our discussion. But, yeah. um, you know, but, I, but still, like I said, it's funny. Would you rather make, but again, you're right. Yeah, you're comparing yourself to others. You want to make mm-hmm. half of what everybody makes or you want to make double what they yeah, make. Yeah, because it's like, That's wouldn't you ass. in a world, if you could make 50,000 50, or 100,000, wouldn't you always I mean, go I'm for 100,000? Like, as long as the pro- cost of goods <laughs> stay yeah, the same. All the pre, but yeah, I would definitely take the more money. I mean, that's more is more. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's easy to me. In the article, they also say that, you know, competitiveness is a bit of a spectrum, that there's some people that are more on the lower side. There's some people that are on the higher side. And to be clear, as psychologists, um, that sharing this information, not in the business of weighing in on whether more or less comp- competitive is competitiveness is a good thing um it there are quantifiable psychological things attached to like why people do it and so essentially the the content is saying that there's drive there's various driving forces for why we're competitive and not everyone's going to be competitive in the same way so think about it right there's some people who are super competitive in sports versus some people who are competitive in the arts or in like relationship right dot 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 so in in technology oh there you go that's a good one Mm -hmm. uh, that definitely happens And as shared by Psychology Today, economists tell us that competition is an essential force in maintaining productive and efficient markets. Interesting. So without basic competition between firms, evil monopolies will actually form. This is what Mm. the economists say. competition is a way to prevent prevent true domination. (laughs) Yeah, it prevents the domination by one entity. It helps do that. Well, see, that just shows you that competitiveness is inevitable then, essentially. Basically. (laughs) That's fascinating. Mm. And then some some scholars, they argue that competitiveness is a biological trait that co-evolved with the basic need for human survival. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, right, for us to... Of gotten how we've gotten, we had to try to fight yeah. and, and defeat. Because we fought others. against the world, and then we fought against each, each other, other as well. Like yeah. humans were, That's a shame. and I mean, still, still humans are fighting against still each other every single day <laughs> out day. here in these streets. <laughs> we're just like when back in the Prometheus day, right? <laughs> we were competing. Oh, terrible yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, the film was bad, but I'm talking about just the beginning <laughs> of mankind. I know. Every time I see Harry, that word, though, I'm like so angered. So but far. you should be at least. But it, I fell asleep. It's, it's supposed to be the prequel to your aliens movie. Oh. So. I mean, I don't know if that's a spoiler alert, but... Oh, well. It's uh, been said. Well, I didn't say what happened <laughs> at, the, at the end of the movie, but... Definitely not. I'm just saying it is technically... They're mm-hmm. related, but mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't do so well. Then the next thing is that a popular energy conservation competition mm-hmm. that it's administered yearly at Princeton University. They call it the Do It in the Dark campaign. Excuse you? 
do it in the dark campaign. Okay, excuse me. Yeah. Do it in the dark. Mm. Yeah, you know, they named it like that for people like you. Yeah. For people like me <laughs> that are on the up and up and on the... On the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> Foolishness. <laughs> Foolishness for the day. <laughs> See for, for those people, yeah. it's different, yeah. right? They could the they could say that. No. The foolish fools. They 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 designed the that name for a certain people. Yeah, for the ghouls, though. exactly. Exactly. Because in this campaign, the colleges compete to conserve energy, and what they saw that during the competition, energy dropped across all the competing colleges during the competition. But once the competition was over, the energy usage rose back up. <laughs> So, you know, that makes sense, they right? They only perform. It's only to compete, com- right? Yeah, to compete. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Otherwise, they're like, eh, we don't need to That's do hilarious. it. That's hilarious. Save the earth. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if, are we Shameful. winning? We're winning. I know. Winning. Yeah, that's all that counts is <laughs> oh, the winning. Gosh. Not actually the, you know, the I final know. results. It doesn't it's matter. So fascinating. We mm. can just switch it on and off. And a competition by its very nature is what psychologists call an extrinsic incentive. And, and I think I'm saying it right. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Extrinsic simply means that the motivation to adopt a behavior or decision is sourced externally rather than internally. Mm -hmm. Like when you do something because you get a reward for it. Yeah, so showing up to work and getting paid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if that paycheck disappears. <laughs> incentives are different, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, facts. And the opposite of extrinsic is what we call intrinsic. Facts. The mode in that motivation. <laughs> and that's when we are intrinsically motivated to do something like helping others, saving energy. We do it not because of an external reward, but simply because we are personally convinced that it is the right thing to do in terms of morality. So those trying to go to heaven, excellent. Well, <laughs> I mean, those that believe in such just things. have you don't need that to have a no, moral to compass. Be a good That's what's funny. To try to, yeah. You don't have to believe in that kind of. You can you can be a morally good person and not have like certain beliefs. But there's about, some people who are Cause, like because you know because again that that's that's. Jesus. Is that, that to me is pointing towards you trying to get a reward for something again. It's like, I was good. I mean, my reward is heaven. Yeah. So, that's, that's interesting. Some people. Yeah, no, I know some people do it, but to actually just be motivated just to do it because you know it's the no, right I thing to do is yeah, different. Absolutely. Like, that's different. Than, but there are a lot of people that kind say, like parenting, I'm only doing right? it because. You take care of your child because you know the it's end. the right thing to do. It's yeah. the legal, uh, <laughs> compliant thing to do. Well, not that. That's, uh, again, that's extrinsic <laughs> but, motivation, yes. right? But there's both. But what, what I think but is, there is, is technically, it's hard right? to just say that there's just one or the other. I think most things live within both. Oh, yeah. There's definitely two factors. Yeah. yeah. We can't say that there's things that mm-hmm. it's only one specifically one other, motivation. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely overlap. So then uh, that begs the question, is there healthy and unhealthy competition? I mean, I don't. I, the only way that I think that you get unhealthy competition is mm-hmm. when you do it and you're it, it's at like another person's detriment, meaning mm. like physical, like harm so but, hunger games you're thinking yeah but see like extreme <laughs> okay. like that not and, and and also the thing when you do things like so it's kind of like when you hurt somebody to win i don't i think that's where oh, it could be unhealthy yeah. so it's like if you're in track and you intentionally step Ooh, on someone's yeah. calf or something mm. and you're like yes now you, even if you terrible. get back up you'll know, you'll be surpassed me yeah. well you would try not to get disqualified that's yeah. the point you would try to do like whoops i didn't see them sitting in there like you mm. know because because sometimes people fall and, and then you and what people I, can do they, they they it's happened some people in the competition will run over the person and and oh, they'll wow. you know hurt them oh and then gosh. they can't get back into the competition so that that I think is unhealthy competition when okay. you're That's going out a way to but but what I'll say yeah you know you might not agree with it I think it still can be healthy to do something that that skirts the rules so it's something like you know, I, I dribbled out of bounds, but no one saw it, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the coach. But you intentionally did that, you're saying? No, not intentionally, oh, by okay. mistake. But you know, oh, like, oh, I went out of bounds, the ref didn't see me, and you keep playing. I still think that's healthy because you're trying to win, even mm-hmm. though you're cheating. Okay. I know you might not see I think because well, no one's getting, I'm okay with no one's that, getting directly hurt. they don't intentionally screw No, they weren't trying to cheat, but it's kind of like you do something, it, yeah. you got away with it. You just let it go because otherwise it gets yeah. a big thing. The ref's like, hey, man, you're trying to well, do my job. Well, you can't interrupt the game to be like, excuse me, sir, up, like, hey, that was out of bounds. Yeah, like that. Be like, whose job are you doing? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> See, like that. So I, I think you could still be healthy with competing okay. and technically not be following the direct rules to okay. the T. But there's definitely healthy and unhealthy, and we should just okay. try not to. Well, you don't want to maim somebody. And, definitely not. But let's say we're talking about like MMA or something. That's Oof. what the competition is about. But again, 
Let's try to stick to the rules, the rules and don't try yeah. to like intentionally because I don't think you can bite in the competition. Oh, gosh. So don't bite when the ref isn't looking. That's unhealthy competition, right? Well, that's <laughs> like indicating other things going on with that. Oh, you person. think that's other things? That's yeah. not just unhealthy competition. No, I mean that could be like rage. That could also be like a men- like mental oh, health issues be, right? or um, you know just yeah. kind of unhealthy attitudes towards humans. <laughs> towards humans. <laughs> because it's kind of like, what if you know you're losing the match? And you don't want to. And you lose. want to bite someone? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I mean, it's. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Find other venues to do such things. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just take that L and just chalk it up to like a learning. Thing. A learning opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Because people right. don't want to take the L sometimes. So I think that's what leads to the unhealthy competition. Lose, just in case anyone's <laughs> yeah. confused. That, that's that that's the new lingo of the youngsters. You got to use the youngsters. That. Yeah. But remember, the Woken Free audience is a diverse audience. So we have to make that's sure we're that them we know. are inclusive and share inclusive language. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and we include that's everybody. That's why I defined it. Yes. That's good. So if you didn't know, if you didn't, if you don't know, then now you know, <laughs> guys and gals and peoples and all people alike. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, for, I do it for you. Inclusion always yeah. matters. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. On GloveWorks.com, uh, they define healthy competition as the epitome of team spirit and being a contributing member of a tribe. So. To partake in something like this definitely lends to, uh, I, I think they're, they're saying that essentially it, it, it can be healthy in sports. It can also be healthy in other things like sales. If you think you kind of spoke oh, to I it see. a little so bit like about when companies. When is it healthy? Yeah. To compete. When okay. is it healthy? So, you know, definitely sales rep as long as again, no one is trying mm. to, uh, harm someone or, or kind of push away a team member, but we're using it to boost, you know, morale. And so that we get more monthly sales, that could be a healthy. The opportunity you mentioned the athletes uh but then where where we have unhealthy competition is when the competition then blinds us to improvements that we're making so this happens when we focus on the other person rather than ourselves instead of appreciating the fact that we're a little bit stronger faster or fitter we beat ourselves up and because we're not as strong we're not as fast or we're not as fit as our competition and then also being obsessed with the idea of winning is another sign of unhealthy competition uh so yeah. that of course then plays a role also within sports uh, so you know sports can get a little dicey that way uh, for folks I can only speak to this based on the article not <laughs> based on my own personal <laughs> reference point as I'm not uh, an athlete uh, but <laughs> uh, I could I can relate to that uh, I would say in life of being a woman uh, I think you know we live in a society where pinning women pinning against each other is very common and very challenging and oh, yeah. uh, it's it it is really hard to not look at yourself and not contextualize that based on what other women look like what other what other bodies what other things are going on and it's unhealthy and it is going to drive you nuts because you will never be pretty enough you'll never be smart enough you'll never be rich enough you'll never have the fattest booty enough it'll just keep on going <laughs> Wow. So definitely focusing on self is the way to go on there. And then also the article goes on to say unhealthy competition occurs when we also just kind of when winning just becomes the only source of satisfaction. That's a problem, right? If you know, because how are you going to ever feel fulfilled or successful in whatever endeavor you're doing? If it's just about the win, if it's just about, you know, I defeated X, Y, Z, we, we, there's more to life than than winning. Since we've been talking about competing and competition, is there actually a test that can determine if you are actually too competitive? Uh, of course, there's a test for everything. Uh, so there's is one there? that, yeah, there's one that you found on BuzzFeed, which we highly recommend everyone listening to this episode go to wokenfree.com click on the buzzfeed link and all the links shared in the episode so that you too can test your competitiveness and what are the results drum roll please the results are mm-hmm. you you're the like, father you nice that's what you're thinking had to do it had to do it oh okay i mean you set yourself up for that did i do that yeah you did but what if i said survey says you wouldn't know what that is yeah there's another thing that's supposed to say what are you supposed to say for that one then no i mean you could say anything that's from family feud oh yeah i don't want to steve harvey Mm. 
I think. God bless him. Right? Yeah, he does it. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so uh, to answer the question that I asked. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Because then when you say survey says, you could say 39. You could say anything oh, okay. after it because gotcha. it's just an answer that the audience is okay. all agreed upon. So according to the test that we both took, I happen to be 39% competitive. The answer says as follows. Sure, you like winning, but ultimately it doesn't matter that much to you. It's nice when it happens, but you won't exhaust yourself just so you can win something. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Like, seemed like it was a nice way of saying you're kind of busy and working, but you're also like semi lazy. So you're just not going to go hard to win. If you win, you'll be happy. But if you don't, you just let it lie. But audience needs to know what's your results. But before I get into my results, we can't pass over the fact that there was a previous test here. Oh, we took a different. <laughs> we took a different one, but it was and we we tied because it didn't give a percentage yeah, of competitiveness. Yeah, it didn't give us a percentage. It just said, "Are just, you competitive or not?" It wasn't. It wasn't developed in a way that I think this you, test really is more it, speaking to what we're. Because you know what, I didn't like. And then some people might think about this, but that that test was kind of. It was more testing. Are you into sports? Because the kind mm-hmm. of questions it was asking was about sports. Like, do you enjoy watching? Yeah games and you can't miss the game even if you mm-hmm. need to go to bed you know it was stuff like that instead yeah. of do you want to compete against somebody and how to compete and it even had a question that i don't know how you answered it but it asked about a, the grand tour who's your favorite person on it and you don't know oh yeah no you know. <laughs> yeah that's why we're not that's read, why we didn't need to include i read it, that question but i love like, that you still wanted to bring it up makes no sense <laughs> no, because it made me think of you i'm like how would i mean not I, it's like the, that, it's highly it, unlikely that I would accurately answer the question. But, but there's yes. a good amount of people that wouldn't know what that is, especially people that are American, because the mm-hmm. Grand Tour is a show that Amazon started, but it's based off of a UK show. So I'm like, why did they like to put that of all things? I mean, I know it because I like the car shows, but yeah, why would you know of anything about that? Even if you're super competitive, that doesn't mean you know that show. So that just speaks to the fact that you can't always believe everything you find on the internet. <laughs> Thus, we've only included bias, the test right? that that you need to take. Uh, Woken Free Nation because this one is more in aligned with being able to really test competitiveness outside of just the sports arena. Yeah, this one was pretty good. So mm-hmm. for my answer, survey says mm-hmm. 58% Eey. competitive, which is heinous. I don't. It's not a passing. So <laughs> technically, I mean, I wouldn't think I'm competitive by it. And even what this survey, you're more says, than 50% competitive. It yeah, means but that's you're not even passing. It should be 65%. Then you're you can say ha- that's you're only according to like no, academic to testing. Yeah, this standards. is an academic thing. This though, is not right? a. This is a buzz, Buzzfeed test. <laughs> Get your life together. <laughs> get your life in order. Well, you tried to Share say, the answer. We tried to say about BuzzFeed. Yeah, I'm saying they're fabulous. Answer. The, not read academic. The, read the answer. And you'll see from this mm-hmm. first statement, you're a bit competitive. Booyah. What? That's not good. That means Slam dunk. That's not good or bad, but I'm saying that's it, it doesn't even say you're just straight up competitive. Mm-hmm. It says you love to win and definitely have a competitive streak sometimes. Mm-hmm. Don't understand that. However, you let go of losing pretty quickly and don't try to make a competition out of things where it's not really needed. So it's semi-false. Well, what's semi-false? You compete with me every single day for the last near 19 years. I don't compete with you, though. I compete with the planet. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a different thing when you're competing against... And thus, you've answered the survey itself. A giant ball. Of competitiveness. <laughs> yes, you it's are. It's a little different, though. Yes, Because you, you act are. like you're singular, being singled out as a singular person that I compete against, and that's not true. You literally... It's not a single competition. If I were to throw a softball at you... You the next thing out of your mouth is okay. Oh, you think you you think you got shots? Oh, you think you got this? You think you got game? <laughs> yeah, I'll say <laughs> something. I'll say you turn into I'll ask you, do, do you, an unhinged human. No, I just ask you. Do you think you've outpaced the master? Yeah, and I ask exactly. you questions about that, and you don't think you're repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> that's not about competition. It's just and what, then what would you proceed to do? It's take fifty thousand balls and throw them at me. No, I wouldn't do that. I would. I would take them and I'd throw them up in the air and show you how I can make a meteor shower over my head. <laughs> no, I would just show you the power of of one. That's yep. the thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a what's a what's a scenario? It is scenario time. Scenario one. Kalakwa noticed his neighbor working on a project every evening for five years. He finally asked what she was working on so consistently all these years. 
She told him she is building a time machine. Kalakwal responded that he thinks his will be finished in one year from now. Do you think this will force his neighbor to finish her project faster, or will she try and collaborate with him? What kind of neighborhood is this? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Where two people happen to be living next to each other, building time machines. <laughs> this must be in California somewhere. <laughs> this is fabulous. This is it's it's obviously and a, it's also deeply disturbing. Maybe they're in Oaklanders or like they couldn't be, yeah, you don't or know. something. Yeah. I don't know where they're they didn't at. have anything better to do. They said might as well build a time machine. And what kind of resources and metals do they have access to for this? <laughs> that's that's what's interesting. Machine? No one knows what it takes to build a time machine except for these two. There's a book I have on it, though, about About what's needed. Uh, It doesn't tell you what's needed, though. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, see? Oh, wow. So, do you think this will... (laughs) It's an important question. I mean, what... If the answer hinges on how competitive she is, so did she take the BuzzFeed test? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you would think. Interesting. Yeah, because for me to to be able to answer that question, I would have to know where she stands on her competitiveness journey. If she's not competitive, then that statement would just be like kind of asinine to say to her because it's like okay you know it's like oh i got my bugatti well i got mine yesterday okay like well you'd say you got two yesterday yeah like then that's gonna the really most, upset like, somebody okay but if she is competitive then yes that would encourage her to move faster on this but i mean so but if she's not competitive you do you think she would actually try and collaborate with them because no one's built a successful time machine yet? You don't think no, she, she might say? No, she probably would be paranoid that uh, she like that someone else is doing the exact same thing she's doing like fifty yards away. I mean, that's so really then she's odd. still competitive no matter what you're saying because she won't well, even collaborate to get something finished. Because think about it: again, if you had zero competition and you wanted to smart thing be to collaborate, you would only do that I mean, if there's a level of trust. And the fact that she's been doing this for five years and they're now speaking about it means that she did not trust or discuss but she may not even know her she didn't know her neighbor very well right that's the thing like how many people know their neighbors over five years they yeah, didn't take any not. opportunity to say hi, here's some lemonade, share some sugar, nothing. That's very common. It is I very mean, common. You know so that. that's why that is unlikely that she would be like, sure, come and work but on it's this like, multi-trillion so dollar project with me. So think about it. It's like, I, I never talked to you for all this long, but now we find out we have a something in common. Um, we're just going to let that lie and go back to No, but I think there's more that has to happen You're not before say, we hey, start you know? sharing uh, schematics. I think we'd have to have coffee. We'd have to like, yeah, eat see, something that's at Panera saying, Bread. Maybe like, they would Would they do that, though? That's what the question is. That to. hinges on her competitiveness and but, but, her on, saying, and her collaboration style. If she's oh, someone wow. who likes so to collaborate, then yes. If not, then no. All right, you There's, don't think it would in even life, come up. It's hard to just get to a yes or no without understanding contextually all the the. I can pontificate because think about it. This is what the digital assistants have to do. They got to take guesses. So this is what. Well, the I'm sorry if you're them. confused. I don't go by AI. That's <laughs> not AI. <laughs> just digital AI. assistants. I'm neither that. They either, haven't incorporated yeah. AI yet, so they're not even on that level. They're just well, they're just taking guesses of path to go down. Inner lawyer, the inner New Yorker, the inner woman, right? Yeah. And my intuition always encourages you want more information to want and seek more information and then to only make yeah, deductions I mean, based on the information if, I have. If you have 100% information, you know what's going to happen next. Yeah, Facts. I mean, that's so like life. until we get to, what was that project? You want to know the relative humidity? What was the movie pressure? with uh, Tom Cruise? The pro- What was it? The, the, Minority the, Report? Yes, there we go. So if we're there, then we're there. That's Until the, we're there, I'm not there. I mean, it's it's understandable that you want more information, yes. but... But like I told you, I can make certain estimations based on certain contextual things. So yeah. if I understand her competitiveness and her collaboration style, then I could say uh, potentially collaborate. But like, to be honest, like I said, for someone to live next to someone for five years, not know that, that, not share this information to me doesn't automatically spark that she would just be open to sharing. I feel like okay. more would have to happen. So I think... I mean, if I was just taking this scenario as is, I think she would, I don't, like, just taking it as I don't know who she is, I think she's going to try to finish her project before her neighbor. I think that's just, more, like, nine times out of ten, that's what's what happened in this scenario. Knowing okay. nothing about her, and I, this is just what I think would happen, and I, I think okay. I'd be right on that. Now, let's There's say... your competitiveness on that. There you go. <laughs> but no, I really do think... My answer is the right answer, and your answer is your answer. No, but what I'm saying is I would make a, I'd take a bet on that. 
Not not like we are uh, not conducting lot. bets. I'm nor just saying. Are we I'm encouraging saying, people to bet? I'm FYI, just, no, but it's just showing you what I put. I put money on the line just on this Good answer for you. <laughs> it just shows people that I really think this is what would happen. But yep. the next thing is that if she did, if if somehow I found out that she was of zero co- competition. And that's just not in her she blood. She was zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's a word. If it's zero. <laughs> she had a low competitive drive. Maybe is a better word. No, I like how that sounds. <laughs> no, that sounds wild. She doesn't sound alive how you said it. Yeah, I just <laughs> like that. If she's not breathing. Like, I like how it sounds. It's, it's interesting to you put it that way. You need help. <laughs> but if she, if, she was, if she was at that zero level. Of competitiveness. <laughs> if she was at that bottom barrel, then oh I think she actually would try to collaborate with him because she would just say, hey, why not? And I don't, yeah, I don't think she's going to go and invite him to her garage, but she might say, all right, let's hang out, hang out and talk about this kind of thing, you know, okay. that kind of thing, maybe a brunch over it. But I think if, if she was, I don't think she'd be so distrusting to say, let me not, cause this is like, this is not just her making like a cappuccino in her garage. She can do that alone. This is a new thing. It's a new frontier that's being conquered. Mm-hmm. I think she would want to get help if she if she knew someone else was doing that. Like I don't know. I just think like people with the that are working on something so critical, they would do it. But I know there are people too that say, "No, I'm not going to do it." So this only hinges on if she's not competitive. But most people who are working on this are probably competitive, so they wouldn't you know get the help. But if she's not competitive, she would actually get help. That's that's mm-hmm. my guess on it. Scenario two. Lay is a proponent of by any means necessary. He tells his colleagues that without countries competing for domination, we would not have things like GPS or the internet. Do you think he is out of his mind or has an interesting point? So I believe we may have discussed this on the podcast before that, yeah, that the internet grew out of a military project. So, uh, and I, I forget the context that you shared around what the military were trying to do as to how the internet got uh, established or developed uh, when it did. But ultimately a part of what we talked about in this conversation is that there are healthy arenas for competitiveness. It's, it's the unhealthy competitiveness where people are harming themselves or they're obsessing around the outcome. They're also harming others for the pursuit of the win or the victory. That, that's the space we don't want to be in. But general competition, there, I don't, I don't know if there are people, and maybe there are people out there that automatically nix it. I also, as much as I want people to be happy, I, I think there's a space for competitiveness. Uh, I would say in my life, as well like looking from the coming from the perspective of my family uh, I have a lot of like super intelligent super successful cousins and I feel like if they weren't who they were I probably would be less motivated to be who I am today so I think there can be a lot of really great wonder that comes out of competitiveness Uh, but we just it's you know it's a line that you cross between healthy to unhealthy so you just be careful about that so uh, to answer the question by any means necessary I, I think that's a little extreme. That's invoking like Malcolm X all the way uh, yeah. before, prior to the, you know, kind of revelations he had later in his journey. And I, oh, I, I right. feel like uh, that piece of it, I don't know if that, it, I would go all the way to suggest that, but I would say competitiveness, competitiveness plays a role for uh, us as a nation and for certain achievements we've had in this nation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, good that we compete because this is how technology definitely like takes big steps over our previous technology the only time i think we got to be careful with competition in terms of countries is like our we were doing that nuclear arms race i mm, think that was that's horrifying pretty dangerous yeah, and scary. there's still people competing in that and, you know north korea's doing some and that's stuff. a lose-lose proposition so <laughs> yeah it's, it's a dangerous one blow ourselves it's, up for it's, fun it's yeah. a loss for humanity it's yeah yeah it's hurting <laughs> the environment creatures it's too much and then much. there's some other animals will get it but you know the earth will still be around that's what i always tell people the earth doesn't care what we do oh yeah planet earth is still It'll be, be here chilling. with or without we us. can't I mean, we yeah. can't bl- we're, we're not at that point where we could destroy like literally destroy the planet earth but we don't have we can make it or whatever well it's not about that we don't have that much firepower like our firepower mm-hmm. is laughable to the earth the earth okay. is just like boom okay so if fine. everyone launched it it would just maybe just be like a like mm-hmm. a birthmarker saying or something like it wouldn't be like a <laughs> uh, yeah and, like it, a and 
it's a mark that would go away and everyone would die a couple thousands of years oh, probably you know, oh, okay. the birth would just continue like wow like, <laughs> it's a little foolish, quiet here but there's still people here there's still like there'd still be creatures here that's it, we can't even take out all the creatures on the planet so it's I'm no cockroaches would live so yeah you know there's there's mm. things and then they might evolve to be cockroach people mm. or something I don't because you know that's like that the fly movie or I forget that yeah. other movie I love but it's all oh, so scary yeah, Remember so. when the mimic? That was what it was called. It oh, you think of that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> bug that was trying to be a person. Oh, it was like a cockroach, and it yeah. and then it evolved to be the size of a man. Oh gosh, that was such a good movie. Oh, it was uh, yeah, that was that was a good horrifying. One. I can't wait a minute. Oh gosh. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know if it'd be horrifying if you watched it now, though, would it? Yep. It would be? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll include it in the episode uh, for folks All who right. haven't seen Mimic. Mm. Uh, that thing is wild. I still I like I that watch movie. it during the Halloween period, yeah, and it terrifies me. I, I can't, oh, okay. usually so can't sleep. Oh, so you watch it recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. That's interesting. So, yeah, I, I think he has an interesting point, but the, you know, the by any means necessary, I think that's interesting, too. I don't uh, say it's, I don't say it's out of it. yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful with it because. I mean, you got to decide you know, what's what's your limit. Well, yeah. Kind of what thing, are right? what are what are you what's willing your to one live thing? With? And you know, are you willing to cross that limit? Do you, what's your line, limit? right? Yeah. yeah. What's the line that you're not willing to cross? That's what you got. You should have one, but if you don't have one, I think that's a problem. So it depends, though, right? Because it should have a line, not necessarily in tied to competitiveness, but like for protection. Like, what would you do to protect me? What would you do to protect KJ? Right? Like, mm-hmm. you would do anything and yeah. everything, which is challenging because that couldn't. And, you know, involve <laughs> crossing or skirting lines where you shouldn't, right? But at the end of the day, you have to decide what is important to you, what is necessary, right? That's why they have those, um, is it Ransom or what, you know, those movies, what's his name? Where people go to, he has to go get his kidnapped daughter. Oh, Taken? Taken, there we go. Uh, and stuff like that. And it's like, or like, uh, what was the one where equalizer uh with denzel you know and it's like um did he wait but did he have to get someone who was kidnapped no in a equalizer he had to go and kind of in, invoke revenge against then, yeah wasn't back. he just getting but again back? he was you know like doing i don't think well, authorized behavior oh but society. i mean that, well i mean that's I a different know. question I mean, though because it's kind of yeah. like if you if you were given the authority to, to do it rogue. he seemed to be going rogue I don't well know he, he quit it's kind of yeah. like he quit the business he, I don't know who hired. I think he yeah, worked for he, the U.S. government, he, or, yeah. and they would they would disavow him. But he worked for them secretly, mm-hmm. and he did his stuff as an assassin. I guess yeah, basically, I guess so. yeah. <laughs> he's an assassin for the U.S. government. And then he stopped, yeah. but then he started. You know, and then somebody got on his nerve. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more to the story. But then he started using his yeah. skills that he had yeah, obtained. It was, it was wild. It was good. So, it, so is good. he is he crossing a line or is he proving uh, a point? Like, don't mess with me. Cause it's kind of like it, it's kind of like if you mess with a boxer on the street and the the guy punches you and you're knocked out. Is it the boxer's <laughs> fault so that they foolish. have those skills? You're so foolish. <laughs> they had the skills on. Get away from me, <laughs> It's a true statement, though. Don't you're step so, to the best. <laughs> don't step to the best. You're really okay. You're you're in wild sorts today. Excellent. It's but it's a it's an excellent question though. It could be a scenario. <laughs> You can have to ask it. Is the boxer the wrong for using all of his skills against yes, someone who assaulted him? Yes, because not in the ring. But someone shouldn't have assaulted the boxer so he either. he could have also called the police, right? Have... <laughs> the police, they're attacking me. Yeah. He would have sounded he like a really... He didn't have to say that, though. They would have... He could have to say that. They're like, are you sure, champ? He could have left and gone into a deli and said, I have to make a call. And <laughs> Excuse me. Order a sandwich or Excuse something. Excuse me, fine individual. I need yeah. to go make a call. Yeah. <laughs> we can contain ourselves. We absolutely can because you punch the boxer he doesn't even feel it he just goes yeah. he's like let me make this call real yeah. quick for being assaulted it's thank you and uh <laughs> you know it's now it's time for me to report this to the authorities so, so it's not you hit me now i'm gonna hit you back not no. with all my might but you know you may not be able to take no, this because i'm trained the problem is, yeah like if you use your <laughs> skills, with all my might. you might kill that person but it's not even skills he might say i'm gonna give you a light jab because you punched me and what if you light throat. jab and then he hits his head he will, on yeah. something and it's then most likely gonna him. happen that's still we still have uh homicide that has occurred. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, it's it's a hard. Whether there was intent, not intent, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, um, it's a rough situation. Either way, do you want to be in that, or should you have just made a call in order to sandwich instead? I think that the, the latter option is. But what more if uh, what if the person that hit the boxer 
if it actually hurt the the boxer actually felt some injury, then so then he has a wonderful has, civil and criminal lawsuit against this individual. So he still has to go make a sandwich and call the police. I mean, more he may order a coke and ice. I mean, and put ice on the wound or, yes, or in the there's injury. A lot of, there's various scenarios there, Kalo. Think That's about funny. it for another You episode. would tell a boxer to walk away from a I would tell a hard, anyone a hard to hit. walk away from because you never know what happens in life and and the worst I don't imagine position, if the person pulls out a gun or something. Exactly. <laughs> it's like your skills don't mean anything. Yeah, like the worst thing it's, you could it ever could, do. It could go is sideways. It could with through emotion and then not really think through the possible all the different possible outcomes. And then it results That's in hard, you being in a worse situation than if you had just walked away. I know walking away is really hard. Yeah. Jesus did it. You can't. Especially do it. if you're if <laughs> you're a trained together. fighter in some way, it's going to be mean, rough. I mean, like I said, I know I don't want to be involved in homicide cases, so I no, yeah, personally, because you never know what happens in life. What like, you're saying makes sense, but I mean, I realistically, know, most people don't how, want to. Yeah, you're saying. I mean, maybe they don't want to, but how people are going to react under oh, yeah, heat? They're, they're like, just, oh, you hit me, cool. Let's yeah, I'm just going to hit you back because. That's the yeah, my reflex. first it's a reflex. thing is if you try to hit me, I'm calling the authorities immediately. <laughs> that is my first thing, and I will proceed to sue you. Like, don't t- don't put hands on me ever. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. like the lawyer kind yeah, of. Yeah, that is my response. Oh, you're trying to play games. I'm so happy to sue you. <laughs> Do not uh, play with me. Yeah, that makes sense from a lawyer point of view. <laughs> yeah. Scenario three. Supercarn wants her child to do well on an entry exam to a prestigious school that her niece attends. She is thinking of making an endowment to the school before the test date. Do you think Supercarn is too competitive? What? (laughs) (laughs) Confusing. This was a pretty straightforward scenario. Wants her, her child to do well on an entry exam to a prestigious school that her niece attends. Thinking of making an endowment to the school before the test date. Uh, again, does the school give preferential treatment to those who provide endowments? <laughs> <laughs> Clue, that's a question. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do politicians give preference to the corporations that donate to their campaigns? I mean, I don't know. it's I'm like not a that. politician. I can tell you. It, I know. I don't know. You know, they just <laughs> it's say they just well, see the money and they don't say anything. In this scenario, <laughs> <laughs> people just they just say thank you, thanks for the thank you, thanks for the tip. Yeah. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's exactly. I would have do, to right? understand how this school looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> endowments okay. Exactly. And the, co- the, the connection between those endowments provided and See. those applying for admittance into the school. Oh, okay. That's how you would go by. <laughs> that, because there are yeah. some schools that they may take that endowment and could care less uh, what the, the appropriate family or a connective family is applying for and would be like, thank you and goodbye and that was your business. Do yeah. I think that that's likely to happen? No, but it is a possibility. It, it's so. the only way your scenario is possible if the endowment was $50. <laughs> that's not an endowment. One-time donation. That would be talking at least thousands. Like, it has to be... I know that millions. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that but if you give if you're giving these schools millions. Yeah, but if you're giving pocket change <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say you could get a new bench. I mean, that's something. Or get a little a stone. <laughs> Yeah. It's a recycled bench. It's made out of Built plastic. Built in 1912? <laughs> what time? You don't think the they can manufacture the bench for $50 if it's made out of recycled bottles? And, and mail it for $250? Well, you don't mail it. You're going to have to get it yourself. Exactly. They got, someone's got to pick it up. Exactly. No. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not shipping it. Oh, wow. You think uh, the $50 doesn't... It just gets you like a like a cinder block with your name in it. You get nothing <laughs> for $50. I would say you the first nothing. time... Oh, yes, you do. You get a digital sticker that says thanks for you. your yeah. down Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah. The only time they would even probably start to uh, even acknowledge what a donation, like, a, you know, even consider it like uh, something would probably be at the $10,000 mark. Or oh, you don't that. even think 100 bucks would tell them like, that they won't send you like a, a stamp book or something? Pens. It doesn't do nothing. They can't send you a, a stamp book with your address on it? No, because that like costs money to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they won't give you anything that costs them no. anything? No. Schools don't do that. No. 
<laughs> I'm thinking of the nonprofits. They do that. You are making wild assertions. <laughs> wild assertions. They definitely said that. So. I do not concur. Oh, okay, either. I concur. They send uh, goodies to you. You can speak if on you, your if behalf. If you give donations, yeah, they give yeah. goodies. You're talking about the three that we know to <laughs> and it sends us some. Those that all you cannot do speak. That. Nope, you cannot speak I mean, broadly all, on all. I'm not, not all, no. but a lot of them do it, though. That's what I'm saying. There are some that are doing that three. that are actively <laughs> fundraising, and that is one of their fundraising ploys or activities. Boy. <laughs> 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 activities, activities is what I meant. That was very revealing. <laughs> because, and the reason why I said oh, that. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Oof, because of the great. consistency of that activity. <laughs> because it's like you donate $1 oh, and yeah. then for 12 times in the year, you get 12 pieces of mail with another yeah. piece of, you know, whatever um, notepad and then a sad letter <laughs> and then stamps and a sad letter. Yeah, but and then sometimes they give you bags. Children and a, you know, that's what I'm saying. But you so can that's get a bag, why. Um, what else? <laughs> they, they give stickers sometimes. Absolutely. Sometimes well, they give you a dollar too. Yeah, you can and get five dollars. Even they'll start at a dime and they'll work their way yeah, up to five dollars. That's what I'm saying. Even. It's like it's so the cadence is very like very consistent. It's, well, it's, it's I just say lot. don't look at their books then. Don't look at the finance, the financial books. You're making wild assertions. I'm just saying don't look at that. What's the assertion? I'm just saying don't do it. They have have different nonprofits have legal compliance that they they have to do to report their financial standing. So what you're suggesting is wild. I I didn't make a suggestion at all. I just said don't look at their books. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying don't do it. What I'm saying is nonprofits have financial and legal uh, requirements to be able to make their uh, to to put forth their their books. So what I'm saying is, oh, you're saying some have to be publicly available. Uh, I mean, I can't speak on not. I'm not. A, it depends I, on I don't which speak kind on of corporation law, they are, right? But what I'm saying is, there are a lot of nonprofits that have public financial filings that you can go and see their different reports. And so what you're saying, I mean, maybe not all of their. Fi- I, I'm not again. I can't speak on it. I don't do finance. <laughs> but what I'm saying. You, what you're saying to me seems really just wildly inappropriate. It's wild, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a wild world we live in. What's your like answer the wild, to this wild situation? West. My answer is that, yeah, I think she's too competitive because she's obviously making this endowment just so they can look at her niece's test and rip it up and say you've made it in. Mm. So You mean the, to have her child attend? Um Oh, actually, yeah, her child, not her niece. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Her niece is already there. Yeah, her Sorry. niece is there. The you child. Know, yeah. What I think they would do is, cause, so if she gives the endowment of a hundred million, then okay. they'll take her child's okay. test, they'll rip it up what and say, you you're admitted. I'm just saying, if she did that, yeah, let's say if she did it. But I mean, I don't know, when you do that, I don't know what happens to you in terms of, um, tax wise. If they come to your house, you know, the agents come in and say, what did you do? You Why'd are you give watching so much too money? many different films <laughs> at this point. I'm not even. We're not even. It comes to your eyes and they say, "Excuse me, ma'am." You, why did you donate? So I mean, much? if they gave hundred million alert, dollars, right? then I would if assume you donate that, that, that kind of money? person has, you know, a hundred billion dollars, right? Like for you to give away that type of money, you don't need that. You just need more than a hundred million. You could know, be giving away you all your money, right, to to, <laughs> to get your child. That doesn't make sense. How you pay for next year? I mean, <laughs> that's why that doesn't make sense. Close. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's she's so Unless competitive. That's an she's so competitive. That she's so, going to go hopeless. She said, I'll make that money again. Money comes easily and freely. Absolutely. So but, see? I mean, that's a wild proposition. I mean. So I've given away everything I've earned because I want my child to get it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, but mm-hmm. just no matter what, if she, to me, if she gives an endowment and it's serious, I think she is too competitive. Why doesn't she just let her child get in on her own accord? Don't try to interfere. Just let people make their decisions. Don't give anybody There's some parents any ideas. That like don't just let it go. Their child could. They need to do it achieve as much success without their parental intervention like this. And I think that's wrong. You're robbing them of, you know, what is that? Not hope, but just of their Being capability. Being their own, yeah. Be judged their, their own yeah, accord. But the problem is, what if the child doesn't get in? That's a good learning lesson. And the parent wants, that, wants to save that child from that hurt, right? Uh, of rejection. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's worth... You know, giving but it's definitely not worth a hundred million. I mean, no, <laughs> oh, no, hard pass. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think, I think you got to learn. Oh no, you have to let your child fail. Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially if something like this. The lesson happens in the failure. With something like this, I think you need because it's, it's kind of like what is that entrance exam given for? Is it a kind of thing where? 
Kicks it, and giggles. Like, does it tell you what's to come? I mean, is a child going to struggle now throughout well, the know, whole thing? Well, you know, we've talked about standardized exams. Not that it's this, true. Uh, yeah, on this show before. As, and it's just a it barrier not, to entrance, yeah. right? It's just so that not everyone attends this. They make it harder for people to, to go through certain things by creating things like this. So Yeah, that's true. This exam it probably is nothing. not a reflection of how she would perform in the school. Yeah, but, you know, true. if she does so poorly enough, it's an easy no. And then they, you know, keep it moving. But... Yeah. yeah, I guess it's, it's hard to say, but I don't think you should interfere hey, in any way. Like, places, yeah. And even if let's well, let's say we live in the a magical wonderland where endowments mean nothing, still, what like just don't do it. <laughs> just wait till now. If you're if if she's already in and you want to do that because you're just giving to her school, that's fine. But at least let her be in. But actually, I don't know. Do you, if you give if they give an endowment later, do people interfere? with their children's, like... They, I don't think they interfere with their grades. Or they might, I don't know. Anything's like, possible and feasible. In oh, because yeah. actually, did that happen with that, um... I know there was the a... The Harvard one, yeah, there was scandal. A whole, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a whole scandal there. I mean, were they doing that while their children were in the school or just to get in? I think I don't that remember. was... It was uh, just an ent- for entry? I think that was an entrance, yeah, Oh, just for entrance, okay. It wasn't like mm-hmm. It wasn't like, during school, let me mm-hmm. get your grades boosted. It was like they were... I think the scandal was around... Something around, like, trying to bolster up their, uh... Like, their application, and so they were, like... There's kids were being listed as a part of this team sport and they like never was a like never oh yeah swam, they just paid never, this coach yeah. and then and then they paid all the they coaches were able and, to mm-hmm. and they never actually part okay it was like that all right so that's a little different i know well you know we're getting uh, to a world hopefully where people will get to the realization that you know we pe- kids have got to just see what happens right and we've got to stand on our own two feet and we can't yeah stand on our money stacks if we have them and just compete sh- like everyone else and you shouldn't because what people do is they try to compete with other parents like my kid is better than yours and that's oh, i don't i think that's unhealthy that's probably one of the worst things i hate about parenting because everything now yeah, i think is that's unhealthy are they talking are they doing this are they do oh my gosh it's too much it's it's it i feel like we live under a microscope and because we're very vocal and share a lot of our life online it just makes it that much more intense so yeah i i don't like that part of it this journey at all but with that and all of the wild accusations made in this episode (laughs) (laughs) accusations accusations falseness employees falsehoods it makes no sense (laughs) you're gonna have to sit with self and think through these things again (laughs) you can say that as a general statement yeah sit with self and think these things through. Exactly. Yeah, really. That's a general statement. That's a Yeah, it is a general statement and it's applied to you, Khalil. <laughs> it's only applied <laughs> to me, not to people with ploys. Okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. it's not. Okay. We are at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 310th episode of Woken Free. Mess. Yeah. Quite the episode discussing and asking the question why are people so competitive so what do folks have to do now they need to come back next week for the new woke every wednesday episode make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for woken free wednesday to join the conversation at wokenfree.com if folks want to submit a topic for us to think about or want to just share something that they feel is like on your heart you are definitely welcome to do so best place to reach us is our, on our contact us page at wokenfree.com that's w-o-k-e-n-f-r-e-e.com and again on social we'd love for you to follow along on our social conversations on facebook instagram twitter youtube tiktok pinterest and linkedin at woken free and all sponsorship and collaboration queries again best place to reach us our contact us page at wokenfree.com if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every wednesday for woken free wednesdays remember woken free is more than a podcast it is a way of life until next time